Hey, everybody. Hi. Nope. 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 That's the intro. And we're talking about MySpace. Get into it. Let's do it. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Happy Monday to ya. It's very weird to me when you use that accent. It is weird to me as well. It's uh, episode 126. Yeah. And it's it's a case of the Mondays on a holiday here. Oh, yeah. That's right. Indeed. MLK. Yeah. MLK Day. And we talking about the OG gangster of social networking sites. MySpace. MySpace. (laughs) There's been so much the last couple of weeks about social media. Mm -hmm. And I just, I've... I thought it'd be really fun if we like took it back to a day that was there was purity, right? You, you know, you were in my top eight. You were in my top eight. You yeah. and Craig both. That was the best way of letting your friends know what's up <laughs> and how they ranked. Yeah, and uh, every, yeah. On Mondays, you'd have to be like, I don't know, Steve. Uh, I don't know. Really... You pulled some bullshit this weekend. Yeah, at the you party. might have to come out in my top eight. Yep, that's right. I'm gonna swap you out. Yep. And then of course you had to have like one completely unattainable celebrity woman, just to let everybody know what your type is. Right, guys did that. Yeah, Girls and then like a that. musical artist. We didn't do that either. We yeah. did our friends because like that cut to the core. Here's one thing that I've never understood about the difference between Facebook and MySpace, mm-hmm. like designing the look of your page and your wall, and like such a big deal. Yeah, in a time where that ability yeah. to make it your own and put a music player on it. The music player was dude. But do you remember how long it used to lo- take to load someone's page? Yeah, you could get up and go to the fridge and come back. Yeah, because they'd put so much code and so much stuff into it. Right. I also like question how many people ended up with a career in coding that started with them trying to like personalize their MySpace. I think a lot of that stemmed from people that were in college already getting those degrees in like communication and all that stuff. And they were like, well, I'm going to practice on my MySpace. Right. And now those skills are completely worthless. Coding? No. Oh, (laughs) I was like, Mm. All that stuff was plugins. I don't think people were actually. No, there. I remember trying to learn certain code to make it do certain things. Really? Yeah, like googling how do I make it, you know, flash this and yeah. blah blah blah. And it was it was actually like, I mean, for me, I would just cut and paste the code oh, sure. and insert my words into it. Me too. But but there are people that actually like learn to write it. Yeah. To make it work. That's true. There are people a lot smarter than us out so, there. Yep. Uh, if any of y'all coders are out there and you want to code some stuff, yeah, we need a website. That's true. That's this true. episode is brought to you by Squarespace.com for all your Squarespace <laughs> needs. Uh, um, so, I mean, I think first we need to talk about like when MySpace was at its peak. What years? Yeah, let's talk about when it began. Okay, because to me, I think back to like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Is in my brain like the peak of MySpace. Yep. When did it start? In August 2003, several E-Universe employees with Friendster accounts oh, saw, Friendster. Yeah, saw potential <laughs> in its social networking features. The group decided to mimic the more popular uh, features of the website. Within 10 days, the first version of MySpace was ready for launch. 10 Im- days is all yeah. it took them. Implemented using Cold Fusion. I don't know what that is. It's not the... You know, so, it's not the science of cold fusion. No. A complete infrastructure of finance, human resources, technical expertise, bandwidth, and server capacity was available for the site. 
The project was overseen by Brad Greenspan, E-Universe's founder, chairman, and CEO, who managed Chris DeWolf, MySpace's starting CEO, Josh Berman, Tom and Tom Anderson, Anderson, MySpace's starting president, and a team of programmers and resources provided by E-Universe. It was during this early period in June 2003, just prior to the birth of MySpace, that Jeffrey Edel was brought on as chairman of parent company Intermix Media. Okay, I have a question for you. Sure. This is a very serious question. Okay, I'll get it serious then. <laughs> so 10 days mm -hmm. from, hey, we're going to buy this thing to this is our target date for this being ready to like first version. Yeah. Let's say it was a team of eight guys. Sure. How many cases of Jolt Cola do you think that they went through? What? <laughs> that makes me it's wonder. A very serious question. Because you know that they stayed up 24 hours a day for yeah. 10 days. That and they weren't drinking coffee. They were like college kids. They were drinking Jolt Cola. 100%. Well, Red Bull has been available since 1987. Yeah, so but we didn't. it didn't really hit. When did Jolt Cola come out end? When did Joel Cola end? It's very important. It ceased production between 2009 and 2010. So, so it was around. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to guesstimate they went through at least 100 cases of Joel, Joel Cola. I bet. I wish there was a way to look that up. Right. Um. This MySpace is brought to you by Joel Cola. Tom Anderson. Tom. It's funny that they're are very similar to Facebook because you've got Zuckerberg and then the Winklevoss twins. There were three of them. Yeah. MySpace was the same. There were three guys, but there's only one guy that you really remember, and that's Tom Anderson because he was your first friend. That's when true. you signed on to MySpace, you automatically became friends, and his photo was just that geeky, like him at his computer looking over his shoulder, smiling. Yep, that's right. And everybody remembers Tom, MySpace Tom. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. The company held contests to see who could sign up the most users. E-Universe used its 20 million users and email subscribers to breathe life into MySpace and move it to the head of the pack of social networking websites. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine just having like 20 million people on an email list and be like, I'm going to start something new today. Do you think we could buy that list from them? <laughs> yeah, now I think that list now is probably worth nothing. Right, because they're all AOL addresses that don't exist anymore. Yeah, including mine. Um, here's something super interesting for you. All so right. that E Universe, <coughs> mm -hmm. that that was the original company, right? Yep. <coughs> Sorry, I don't know what's happening. COVID. We can't joke about that. It's just not funny. Like, sure it is. It's not. I mean, I don't want to have the COVID. You don't have it. That's why it's funny. Mm, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> E-Universe. <laughs> so when did they do it? 2003? Yeah. Uh, just a mere two years later, it was purchased by News Corp for $580 million. Wow. Um, the MySpace domain was originally owned by <coughs> YourZ.com. Intended until 2002 for its use as an online data storage and sharing site. Oh, I figured it'd be a dating app. Hmm. MySpace. Um, well, so, okay, 2003, they created it. Yep. 2005, News Corp bought it for $580 million. 2011, Specific Media purchased it 
for $35 million. That's how quickly it depreciated from 580 million to six years later, 35 million. Wow. In February of 2005, uh, DeWolf held talks with Mark Zuckerberg (gasps) over acquiring Facebook. But DeWolf rejected Zuckerberg's offer to sell Facebook to him for $75 million. And what year was that? 2005. And now face, Facebook's worth what? A couple uh, of just, trillion dollars? Yeah, un, un, like Can you imagine? Numbers the mind can't even like come up with. I mean, still, Zucks would be good to go. $75 oh, million. absolutely. See you later. Yeah. But now he's a billionaire. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's insane. Hmm. Man, there's a lot of money going around what, out there. What happened to MySpace Tom? Where'd he go? What's he doing now? Let me find out. I heard I something about him. Yeah, he, I, I mean, every now and then he like pops up in the in my like, you know, sphere of like Tom things. From MySpace <clears throat> net worth. Sixty million bucks is what Tom ended up with. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Tom from MySpace. Where is he now? Where is he now? After selling MySpace to News Corp for $580 million in 2005, Anderson left the company in 2009. In his retirement, Anderson took up travel photography after taking photos at Burning Man in 2011. (laughs) Of course he did. Of course he did. That all makes complete and absolute sense. Yeah, it's not like he needs to make a living off of it. No. He just travels and takes pictures. And goes to Burning Man. Right. His life is Burning Man. He is Burning Man. He is Burning Man. Yep. Wow. Um, when do you estimate that like the downfall of MySpace happened? Like what year? What year, year did it start like tapering off for you? Um, let's. I got. I'm gonna have to Google it. It's because it's basically like, I think I started doing Facebook right when I moved to California. So, so there was a period of time where it was a crossover where yeah, you had both. both. Yeah. I think I got my first Facebook in 2007. So I mm-hmm. think I'm saying MySpace was dead by 2009. Yeah, I think around 2000. I think it was probably around 2008. When did MySpace die? I think that Facebook probably like overtook it in around 2008. Despite an overall decline, in 2015, MySpace still had 50.6 million unique monthly visitors and had a pool of over 1 billion active and inactive registered users. In June of 2009, MySpace employed approximately 1,600 employees. But now they only have like 150. Right. Because didn't um, Ashton Kutcher buy it for a minute or something? Oh, no, no, no. Um... Suit and tie. What's his name? Justin Timberlake bought it for a hot second, didn't he? No, just (laughs) I think you're getting confused. Wasn't Justin Timberlake in the Social Network, the movie about Facebook? Yes, but I heard he bought MySpace. I think that's maybe an urban legend. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be yeah. If that's true, that's really funny. I don't think I've ever heard that. In in June 2011, Specific Media Group and Justin Timberlake jointly purchased the company <laughs> for approximately $35 million. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Justin Timberlake bought it. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Like, what a what a failure. On Well. I didn't think he could fail at anything. It wasn't, because on February 11th, 2016, it was announced that MySpace and its parent company had been purchased by Time, Inc. for $87 million. How much did he buy it for? 35? 35. 
And I don't think all 35 was his. No. But he definitely no. doubled his money, whatever he put in. Like he needed to? 35 to 87. <laughs> That's weird because now when you go to it, you can't even get logged into it. No. Like it's in like beta mode. Yeah. This one says, why did Justin Timberlake buy my space? I I'm interested in that. Why, Justin? Here's a statement from Timberlake. There's a need for a place where fans can go to interact with their favorite entertainers, listen to music, watch videos, share and discover cool stuff and just connect. MySpace has the potential to be that place. He wanted to take it back to music because that was, yeah. I mean, at one point, MySpace, that's what it became as a place to go and listen to music from your favorite artists. Exactly. And your favorite, like, undiscovered <laughs> artists. And yeah. discover new artists yeah. and, like, share them. Um, You want to hear some stats on the music artist on MySpace? Yeah, I do. So the number of musical artists registered, because you registered as a person or a band or right. whatever... There were 14.2 million music artists that were 14, 14.2 million. Yeah. There were 53 million songs in the MySpace library. That's 13,000 songs were uploaded to MySpace every single day. Wow. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that is cool. I think somebody's going to eventually come up with a crossover of like, Spotify meets Facebook meets YouTube meets it's it's videos it's yeah. music it's everything and it's yeah. not Facebook right like it's got, I think there needs to be a new one we're due for a new one we are due for a new one um TikTok. I think there need to be some like real firm rules like this is for music artists to introduce their music to people yeah on their own not Spotify where that they don't get paid out royalties, you know, properly. Yeah. Like a place literally that an artist can be that person that's, you know, putting the music into the interface. Like communicating. Not yeah. a management team or blah blah blah. Like Billie Eilish writes a song late at night and, you know, sets up a video <laughs> or her phone in front of her and mm -hmm. records it and then just uploads it to her my music or whatever it's yeah. called you know yeah i mean there's so many outlets now it's like you know for established artists it could be patreon and their fans could get new content that's mm -hmm. not available anywhere else first yeah um i think there i'd love for there to be a place for unsigned artists to specifically showcase their work i think that would be pretty cool yeah and then people can it's like, really hard in in things like apple music and spotify to find new artists yeah because the labels are paying yeah. for their hot new stuff to be pumped to the front right right i have a i have a couple of things that i subscribe to on my spotify that specifically pull out new artists and send them to me That's but awesome. it was a process to get that kind of a playlist it was not easy yeah so yeah i i kind of miss you know, logging onto MySpace and looking at My Chemical Romance's page and yeah. being like, oh my gosh, there's a new song, there's a new song. Yeah, or when they found a new band that they liked to tour yeah. with and they would put them in the top eight. And right. Like, oh, man. You're like, wait, who's that? Yeah. I've never heard of A Day to Remember or yeah. whatever. Um, the last time I logged yeah. on to the MySpace for my band, you know, we had our music up there. We took everything down but our new single off our last record. And when I looked again, we had 120,000 plays. That's really pretty cool yeah i'm gonna check it i out mean 110,000 of them were probably me but oh, oh. oh. <laughs> i kid i kid last year if you want to check out my old band guys it's called last year's model we're not on the internet anymore so um, you really can't check them out no but you can find 14 uh knockoff last right. year's models. right 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 <laughs> um last i did find the answer 
The month and year that MySpace was overtaken by Facebook in worldwide users was April of 2008. Interesting. That's that's the year that Facebook, they ding, we have one more user than you have. I think I found my MySpace page. <laughs> oh, my God. At its peak, MySpace was worth $12 billion. Oh, uh, can you imagine? But they never sold it. For, nobody ever bought it or sold it for 12 million. Mm-mm. Nope. Billion with a B? Billion. Oh. At its peak, MySpace had 75.9 million users. Okay. Here's something that'll be fun to look back at one day. Mm-hmm. Well, at our peak, how much do you think Misty and I could be worth? <laughs> $12. I'm kidding. I mean, per minute. <laughs> Oh, per second, know. twelve minutes per twelve minutes per second. Time space travel. Time space travel science math. Hey, you got your new thing over there? <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah, Misty's got the power now too, guys. I do. Um, Any minute. Back to work, you slacker. <laughs> <laughs> if there's sounds that you think Misty should put on her iPad, uh, send us an email. Misty and I ruin the internet at gmail you hit that and then the, um, I know. the slaps went off. I know. Oh, we should load the slaps onto your iPad. Oh, we should. Um, well, that was all about MySpace. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could sit and hit the buttons all day long. I like having the new buttons. Hit some new buttons. I'll okay. stop. We're in mm. bonus time. What else do I have? Do you have anything uh, with cats? <laughs> Dude, I want to steal that one so much. Um... Let's get it on. Warning. Robot. Self-destruct sequence activated. That's what we... I'm going to use that a lot. We should hit that at the end. Every time we the should. slap goes off. We should. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's like a countdown timer to self-destruct every episode, yeah. every morning here on Misty and I. <laughs> this will... What is it? That, that Mission Impossible? This message will self-destruct in 10 seconds? Yes. Should you choose to accept... Other way around. Should you choose Especially. to accept this mission... This Let's message will up. self-destruct in 10 seconds. Mission impossible. Oh, our buddy Tom recording. Cruise. Old Tom. Old Tom. Not Mission Tom record. Anderson from MySpace. Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. Bonus Nearly every episode of the classic 1966 series began with Peter Graves receiving a tape-recorded mission briefing, including the now iconic phrases, your mission, Jim, should you choose to accept it, and of course, this tape will destruct in five. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Was that the um, Price is Right? But yeah, it was. Our executive producer, uh, Jeremy, and I have uh, been playing quite a bit of the Wheel of Fortune. Then we, the Price what, is Right, excuse me, lately. We need to download a button that is Adam Sandler going, The Price is Wrong, bitch! Oh, that would, yeah, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. right. Well, well, let's, uh, you know. Unless it's Friday. Unless it's Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. What a team. It's wow. It's beautiful. We're so good at it's this. absolutely beautiful. 126 out. <laughs> 